0: just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi guys. Welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. I promised you a guest this week. And well, my first guest, unfortunately, (laughs) I picked somebody and they could and then they couldn't, but she'll be on one day in the future. And then I was like, you know who I haven't talked to in forever? And by that, I mean, I literally talk to her all day, every day, but I haven't talked to her <laughs> on the pod in forever. My dear, dear friend, Jesse Uze. Did I say your last name right?
1: No, but that's
0: okay. how, do you, how do you say your
1: name? Uze. 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 Yeah. Uze. It's, this is my lifelong battle. But thank you for having me back. Um, when you asked me, I realized I hadn't been on since last year's reunion when Brianna pulled that frame off the wall. Has
0: it really been that long?
1: It has been that long. Isn't that
0: crazy? (laughs) That is crazy. That was, I mean, that was like over the summer, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's almost been a year, so I'm very happy to be back. And I mean, these episodes are not great, but I have a lot of um, really random things to talk
0: about this episode. I'm thrilled. I'm trying to think. So nothing really happened this week in Teen Mom News. Uh, I did see, and I just posted it on my Teen Mom Instagram, EBP underscore feathers, that Mackenzie, like Mac Edwards, posted a really depressing, like, happy Valentine's Day. And it was like flowers and a picture of her and Ryan. And it's like, do you think Ryan called Jen from jail and asked Jen to know? flowers I think Jen felt so bad oh She's yeah
1: like told Ryan I'm gonna bring that girl some flowers and you better really fucking act like it was from you
0: I think you're right mm, <laughs> that's so sad like I saw that and honestly like my heart I guys I can't help it I feel bad for Mackenzie because I've been- oh, I
1: feel bad too
0: And I understand she's like actively making this choice. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not excusing Mackenzie's behavior. Like every second that she's with Ryan, she's like actively choosing to destroy her life and really the life of her children. And I a hundred percent recognize and understand that. And honestly, to me, that's what's so fucking depressing because she is a dumb 22 or 23 year old and I think she, like, doesn't fully comprehend, like, the lifelong consequences she's creating herself for herself.
1: Oh, God, no. And the thing with Mackenzie is you're always always trying to figure out where her boundaries are because you haven't seen any of them being, like, hit, which is really fascinating because, like, when they had their parking lot wedding, you thought okay, he, he just drove high. He is nodding out in broad daylight. This is when you're going to say too much. (laughs) And
0: no, no. And you're just
1: like, oh, okay. She's not going to have a baby. Okay. She had a baby and he went to jail. That's going to be too much. And she was like, oh oh God, no, I have uh, quite some distance to go with this until I say no,
0: which is pretty
1: fascinating.
0: And that's, what's like, so depressing. Like you just watch, you're like, this should be her bottom, this should be her bottom, this be, Yeah. this should be her bottom, and, like, she's, like, nope, I got my shovel, y'all, <laughs> like, yes, I'm like, she's, again. she's an addict, yeah, she's an addict in
1: that way, yes, like, she, you're, like, wow, like, just when I thought you hit a bottom, there is a trap door, and you are falling again, wow, man, um, I hope you don't die learning your lesson, because that's where I feel like Mackenzie is right now,
0: I know, it's so, and for her to, like, Also, her lack of shame is startling to me because when my boyfriend was in jail, I remember the first time he went to jail, I would like talk about it with people. And I guess I like didn't have shame. It's hard to even wrap my head around like where I was mentally during that time. But like with Mm -hmm. me, like honestly, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, like the last, we were together for like six years and the last like three years we were together. Like I wouldn't even tell people we were together because I was like so deeply embarrassed and shameful over our relationship. And I had like a deep understanding that it was like pathetic that we were together. And I don't understand why Mackenzie like does not have that shame that she's like, I'm not going to post this.
1: Yeah. Like even if it, I don't even feel like it would be religious. I mean, I really don't think it is, but I don't think so. I, it's like it's past a lot of things that you excuse because you're that age. <laughs> Just wow! It's it's like when my dad tells me sometimes the stories about him and my mom, and I'm I'm like, whoa! You guys stayed together? That's for six more years. That's crazy. <laughs> Why? why did you make that choice like you could you could have left we would have been fine like you guys were toxic it's like that kind of like I think um what's his what's Ryan's mom's name Jen I think Jen and Larry would be like we totally get it we understand thank you for hanging out for this long
0: I just can't believe she's like she's like you know what I'm gonna take a picture all of this I'm gonna put it on my Instagram story and write like I love my valentine Like, even if this is her reality, you think she'd be like, "Mm, I'm not going to post this on Instagram.
1: What? Oh, oh, I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but how amazing would it be if Mackenzie and Ryan were on the third season of Love After Lockup? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. And just a (laughs) side note, guys, if you aren't watching Love After Lockup, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. It comes on at (laughs) 9 o'clock on Wee TV on Fridays. I stay home to watch it because it's,
0: like, (laughs) the best TV there is. I know. Who's your favorite on Love After Lockup? I think mine's definitely Tracy.
1: Oh, Tracy and Clint are – I really tune in for them. But I think the Threpple is my all-time because Michael is – I think he actually would, like, really – Uh, accurately fall into what a sociopath is.
0: Yeah, and he's got those (laughs) dead eyes. I find that, yeah, like Leah's boyfriend. Don't even get me started. Actually, let's get started. Do we have anything else that happened in Teen Mom News this week? I think it was kind of a slow week. Yeah, there wasn't really anything. And Kayla is pregnant, and there's been the fighting. Oh, my God, I forgot. We haven't talked about that. Kayla from Teen Mom Mm -hmm. Young and Pregnant is pregnant uh with her boyfriend luke not stefan thank god and it's kind of funny because it's all about like her and her mom and everybody saying like luke's such a great guy luke's such a great guy and it's like she's been with this guy for six months like how great can he be like does luke have a job like i think he goes to college but like college doesn't you know put food on the table yeah no
1: that's it's pretty fascinating like six months i that's pretty average for second baby time team mom world i think that's how long like kayla and kayla uh kale and hobby were together before they had
0: i think a uh, little Lincoln. longer i think they were together for like six or seven months when they got married and then they got pregnant like six months after that but that's
1: like no true. they were no oh, wait yeah i always forget they yeah a, they had a secret wedding it yeah she actually, that I, That was such a weird thing she did, by the way. I still do not understand why they got married and then had a real wedding. But anyways.
0: MTV paid for it. That's true. But yeah, yeah I okay. think Leah, Leah and Jeremy were pregnant and then she miscarried, but they were oh. pregnant like three months into dating. Oh,
1: very soon because it, it happened around Christmas, didn't it? And he like brought her in her, a ring yeah. In the bedroom after she is or something like that. Oh, dark, dark. I remember, yeah, I remember me like, whoa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you go on there, teen mom. Cool. All right, buckled in. But yeah, that's really all. So Shen posted something on Instagram that was like, this is way too fast. They need to slow down. And like, yes, she was actually a hundred percent factually correct. But, like, it's just kind of shitty to post. Like, Shen, I guess, isn't really on the show anymore, but... And this is the same thing, like, with Randy tweeting about Janelle, although it is different because the power dynamics between Randy and Janelle I don't like, but, like, when it's somebody that you know, IRL, although I don't know if Shen does because she's never been to the reunions, but still... you're commenting. It's not just you commenting on TV people. It's not like me talking about the cast, you know, like I don't know these people. I only know them from TV. I have no personal information about them. So when Shen posts about it, it's like, that's somebody your kid works with. You know, it's not, not just somebody that you're seeing on TV. You're not just discussing like juicy TV gossip. Like you're discussing your son's co-star.
1: Yes, exactly. And also, from all of the people in that cast, to be coming from Shin is just like. Well, to wow, be fair, she no. was like,
0: I lived it and I was a fucking idiot and it like ruined my life and that's why Kill shouldn't do it. Like,
1: <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah, fair. But she also still is like, I'll say it.
0: Yeah. And you're ex- just like, no. <laughs> exactly. Also, Shen and Ashley are like they're on right now. So Shen is like constantly commenting all over Ashley's stuff about like how pretty she is, and she also calls oh. Holly like sugar wooga or something. And every time I see, she's like, "Have sugar wugga call me." It like makes me do a full body cringe. Like there's just something so oh. gross about it. Ashley is so sick for playing into Shen's shit. Like she's just, you know what I mean? She's like just as sick as Shen. Oh.
1: Oh yeah, I can't wait till Janelle grows up in a Shin because that's I think that's where she's gonna go after like all the drug use is Maybe. into
0: Shin territory.
1: I can definitely see- pretend like she's there for her children, but she's really not. Like, could you not see her fighting with an Ashley?
0: Oh yeah, because Jace is gonna have an Ashley.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So- oh, I can't wait.
0: But yeah, that season
1: was- of Teen Mom.
0: <laughs> Teen Mom season twenty five
1: it's gonna be so good
0: i can't wait and we'll, you know look if this week and we'll get when we talk about it with janelle but like if this week and how mtv is handling this janelle and david stuff tells you anything is that this show is not ending anytime soon
1: no, they—they're like Janelle. If you could just hold a picture of yourself up in the corner of the window and we can get a few <laughs> shots of that, we'll put you on the—we'll put you on the season, okay? Like they are hostages at this, <laughs> at this point. We'll, they'll do anything. They're like um, Janelle. Could we get you um, from a far away distance
0: walking into a Sam's Club? <laughs> like exactly. Exactly. Oh, one other thing. I had a thought today about how much I want to combine these two shows, OG and Teen Mom 2, and make them one show. And I've come up with my definitive cast, which I know in the past I've wavered on. And that definitive cast is Amber, Caitlin, mm-hmm. Kale, Janelle, and Leah. Ooh,
1: this is good because um, Kale, um,
0: no, Amber and
1: Kate will obviously like friend up and mm-hmm. kale and leah will friend up and janelle will be left out which really triggers her yeah so he'll threaten amber first and you know it'll just be amber like dominoes be- you don't talk to me <laughs> like that <laughs> it'll be so and leo be kind of stuck in the middle yeah but kind of piping in but not that loud I just set the dog off laughing
0: like that, by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My dog is out, so hopefully (laughs) she does not bark, because I'm warning you guys, I have a hound, and if she barks, it will be heard on this podcast.
0: Nobody's allowed to say anything about it, because Jessie tries really fucking hard with her dog, and she walks her a lot and takes her to doggy daycare and spends a lot of time and effort training her, so nobody's allowed to speak negatively about Jessie or her dog. (laughs)
1: She was walked five miles today, so she's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I have decided that's my definitive list. I think that would make a very good show. Well, not very good. It would still be Teen Mom. So like how good can it really get? But I think those are the five personalities that would mesh best together. Like not together, like in real life. I mean like together on the show and tell storylines that are similar you know, and they have like all have pretty similar trajectories and they all have drama. And I included Leah just because I think the five girl format is where we're going. But really, I think it would almost even be best if it was just Janelle, Kale, Amber, and Kate.
1: Oh, that would be that star studded cast right there for me. Oh. I would um,
0: like Brianna
1: to stop by, you know, like a friends of. Interesting. You would?
0: I, I, lo- when I'm watching Brie's scenes, so Brie definitely fits in better than someone like Cheyenne or Bristol, let's say. Or, yeah. Yeah. Especially Cheyenne, who is on, a, as I've said a million times, is on a completely different show. Like, I definitely do feel like Brie is on this show. She makes sense. Her life is similar to the rest of the girls. Like, she has less money, but like, baby daddy and kids wise, it's like similar. But Brie, I do think that the most annoying thing about Brie's segments is that they have to make a lot of stories for her. And they have to give Brie a lot of activities to do. And you guys know I hate activities. Like when they went kayaking this week, I was like, here we go. (laughs) I I just think that they're constantly like coming up with things for Brie to do. And I think that's part of it is because like, I understand her family's dramatic, but I think the three of them like genuinely get along very well. And I do think like the baby daddies are not in the picture for her to fight with. And I just think there's like not that much in Bree's life because she literally just like raises her kids and goes to work and like watches movies with her sister and her mom. And there's MTV like has to give her stuff to do because it's not that she's boring. There's just like I guess it is boring. There's just not like a ton going on. So when Brie has stuff going on, I'd very much like to watch her. But I think her life just like doesn't have a lot of drama in it, which I know sounds crazy because of like her mom and her sister. But I think for the most part, it's like, it. it at least it's not like TV drama. Uh, no,
1: I agree with you. Uh, Brianna's a very specific type of drama but I think that's why I like her is I find... I find them talking to one another really intimate and funny. She's like, if it's just, not going to be dramatic... She's yeah, she's like... Character. Yeah, like, I find her funny, like, them funny to watch most of the yes. time. And I really like seeing the kids. Um, but she's a slow burn. She will be I mean, she's pretty, slow. like... Yeah, like, she's a very, very slow burn. But then, you know, you get a... You get a reunion and she right. is delivering it. And you know, I love a dramatic reunion because reunions are awful. But when you get like a monumental reunion,
0: I just she realized she did it. She pulled she, the issue with Brie is that we missed out on the essential Brie being a fucking idiot years. I we, know. Like, we feel end of it with Lewis and like getting pregnant with Stella. But even by that point, she had matured enough that when the fuck-up happened with, like, Lewis cheating on her, she was just like, okay, bye, and, like, didn't. Because, e- like, regardless of, like, what happened, if you go back and, like, think about it, there really wasn't a lot of drama between Brie and Lewis. Like, he just kind of, like, bounced out of the picture, you know? Like, there wasn't, yeah. like, like she used to fight with Devon, you know what I mean? Like, she didn't do yeah. that with Lewis. And I think it's because she's 24 or 25. And I think we really missed, like, her craziest years. Like, her 19 to 22 years would have been, like, so good to see on T-Mom when she was dating that guy. What was his name? Like, Shaq or Shock?
1: Oh, yeah. But then she was talking about getting pregnant and getting, like, cummed on.
0: Yeah. Like, when she was going crazy on Twitter. Although I'm sure she still, like, wasn't that crazy in real life. But, like, I think we the thing that makes her a little more boring and the reason that we don't see those like explosions all the time is because we got an older Bray. Yeah, man.
1: They need to know when to invest in a person and it's it's not (laughs) after 25.
0: (laughs) And that's why like shy doesn't really work. That's why Bristol doesn't really, well, Shy doesn't work for many reasons, but that's part of why Bristol doesn't really work. And I mean, Bristol was never going to really work on teen mom in my opinion, because because of, like, her years of media training and, like, media. Mm. By the way, did you see the article? I don't know if we talked about this. Did you see the article where some Democrat in Alaska hired Bristol Stalker who had been arrested? What? Yes. No, this I did not hear is, about this. This is insane. And, like, God strike me dead, I'm on Bristol Palin and Sarah Palin's side here which is disgusting, I hate myself for it, but you all will be too, because Bristol's had, as they talked about on the show, she's had like quite a few stalkers. and I think Sarah's had quite a few stalkers. and this one has sent like thousands of messages to the Palins, was arrested as recently as 2017. and like obviously has serious oh mental health issues like, but is still very scary. And I guess like some Democrat hired in Alaska hired him to work for them. And it's like, well, I believe in rehabilitation for people. And it's like, are you out of your skull? Like, no. Is that? Yeah, let me give up? them more,
1: more access to information about <laughs> a person that I want to stalk.
0: That is that's psychotic. It's psychotic. And like, I saw that, and I was like, oh, fuck! I'm on Bristol's side. I hate being here.
1: This is what 2019 has done to us. It has made us on her
0: side, which is just not where we want to be. No. Oh, but what I was saying is like Bristol does not work on her own because she has just, she's too cold. She has years of media training. Bristol knows how to be on camera in a way, like in a political way. And that she knows like she has complete control over her emotions and her reactions. And so she just doesn't give me, the audience, what I want. But Bristol works on the show because Dakota is a fucking star and has none of that and gives us everything we want. But I don't know how we got here, but that's why Bristol, in my opinion, like isn't good on this show because Bristol has such an acute understanding of how she will react, like how she will look to the audience on camera.
1: Oh yeah. But I I do find it kind of fascinating if, as long as she always has someone like Dakota blowing her spot up, that's really enjoyable. Yes. But she cannot work without a Dakota. I I don't want to see it.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, let's talk about the episode. Uh let's do that after a quick break. Let's start with Leah just because her segment was so confusing. <laughs>
1: Her life is so confusing. I have a lot of things to say, but you did get my text message at yeah, the for- point.
0: <laughs> I forgot to answer because I was already asleep when you sent it. Jessie lives on the West Coast. It's a whole thing. Um, but, okay, so Leah's house flooded. She says that she was at Jason's for a weekend. She came home, and she says the water had been turned off and came back on, and she guessed a pipe broke, or she guessed there was a leak and like her entire house is destroyed. Like, and this was, I thought on the second floor and it's destroyed to the basement or is her house only one floor?
1: I have no idea. Cause I was trying to figure out how it was everywhere like that. Cause everywhere. she did not do a good job of explaining. And I, I like how she was like, it was like a weekend yeah. bitch. You know, it was like, you were going on your ninth day of not being home. That's and it has been sitting in water. Yeah, but I did think it would be kind of funny if I don't think she did this at all. But if she did purposely it on purpose. flooded her house so she could move in with him,
0: look, I'm not saying she did that, <laughs> but I'm also not saying she didn't do that. Honestly, Leah's not smart <laughs> enough to plot like that. But if Leah was a smarter person, she, I would say yes, that happened. But I think the reason that I don't believe that is because she's not smart enough to like come up with yeah. such a good plan because I mean, that's a great plan to like justify moving to your boyfriend's house when you don't want the audience to judge you for it.
1: Oh, right. I bet if I had to guess, it happened and a neighbor texted her and she just didn't go home. <laughs> she's like, I've figured out.
0: I just like, there's no talk of homeowners insurance. There's no talk oh, of God, no construction workers. She's like, well, I had to pull up all the carpeting. And I'm like, why? Like, you're rich. Yeah. I
1: Same, Liz. I was just <laughs> kind of taken back. I was like, wait, honey, you know, uh, I wouldn't do it. Like, I was no. like, I'm going to pay someone to do this shit. But I kind of don't believe her. I think her mom and dad probably did it. Because he when he came home, like, later in the episode... She had like full lashes on. She's like, I've been cutting carpet out of this house all day. And I'm like, why would you do that with lashes on? No, you have not, Leah.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know. Mama Dawn was there. We haven't seen Delta Dawn in a long time. I miss Delta Dawn. I miss her too. I just
1: always think about that scene of her giving the two babies coffee. And <laughs> what I always it think really that- summed up.
0: What I always think about is after Corey and Leah got engaged and they called Dawn to tell her and Dawn goes, "Y'all sure?" <laughs> <laughs> you know y'all I, don't have to get married, right? And <laughs> those well, we already have babies and Dawn's like, "Yeah, but y'all don't you don't have to get married." It's been 3 weeks. You don't have yeah. I think she's when she with Jeremy. Like everything Leah does. And I understand. I know Dawn has done some bad things, especially around like when Leah was really active in her addiction. And, oh, by the way, I've, I don't know if I've addressed this on the podcast, but people constantly say online that they think Leah doesn't spend as much time with Dawn on camera anymore because like, oh, well, maybe she learned her mom was enabling her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really, Leah said Dawn moved like an hour away or two hours away. So she just doesn't live close to Leah anymore. That's why we don't see her as much. But Um. I know Dawn has done some bad things and, like, has given some very bad advice. But she also, like, really hasn't co-signed a lot of Leah's shit. Like, she may not, like, come at Leah specifically. But when Leah's doing some dumb shit, she usually is like, you sure? Like, do you do you really? Yeah. I'll support you, but do you really think that's a good idea?
1: Yeah, wasn't it when she moved into the trailer with Corey? They were kind of like, you don't have to buy. I, I don't remember if she They're was like, trying to buy it or something.
0: Yeah, no, I think Leah and or Dawn and her husband Lee were like offering to buy her a trailer. Remember? But then Leah moved. Oh yeah, to Corey's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that had the basement so it must not have been a trailer because trailers don't have basements right and like they, you know
1: there. it's it's west virginia so honestly anything goes could be <laughs> could be two trailers stacked on top of one another and they buried one i Can you do that uh, probably you know like i'm I've come from white trash and it just feels right thinking about that. Like,
0: <laughs> would your dad do that? Would your dad have
1: a double set? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, in Louisiana, you can't, Oh, cause you can't, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like if you dig a foot, you hit yeah. water. So like no one has a basement, so they can't try, but we yeah. can jack things up on like 30 foot pylons. So seen <laughs> trailers I've seen on pylons. It's just.
0: Gotta uh, protect. From that's. The yeah, that's
1: Leah. Leah's the opposite. She's a mountain. Yeah, uh, she's mountain trash.
0: <laughs> I think they're called hillbillies.
1: Yeah, we're just water
0: trash. <laughs> so yeah, Leah's mom is there, and I don't. It's just so weird. Like Leah is, she's like poking around using like a child's toy to like show, show to <laughs> you, yeah, like, next to a light. <laughs> Was, it was dawn
1: was like, uh, Leah, don't. There's a fucking light on right now. You're going to like electrocute
0: yourself on TV. <laughs> but yeah, as I said, no mention of insurance, no mention of contractors. Like there was extensive flood damage. Like you would think like your first step is like let me get in, someone in here to like remove everything from my home.
1: Yeah, and and Dawn was like, well, there's mold here. And I bet Dawn was like, you guys can't stay
0: here. It's bad. You what know? did she say? It's bad for Allie's breathing. <laughs> her breathing. I
1: was like, oh. Yeah, Dawn. so
0: the girls went and stayed at, you know, and I will say like, Leah's come a long way that this happened and like her first, well, maybe not first instinct, but what ended up happening is that. Leah sent the girls to go stay at Corey's, even though it was her week. And I know that took a lot, but I'm kind of wondering if at that point the girls weren't allowed to sleep at Jason's.
1: Ooh, that is a good point. Cause I had the same thought when she did that. I was like, Oh wow, that's great. Like she immediately knew they need to go to Corey's house. (laughs)
0: And that just seemed so grown up of her, but the second makes more sense. Because, like, I don't think it'd be... In that situation, like, I obviously think them going to Corey's like, makes absolutely the most sense. That's their house. Like, their beds are there. Their clothes are there. But, like, I don't... I also don't think it'd be wrong of her to, like, bring them to Jason's with her. You know? Like, and I also thought it was yeah. weird that she dropped... She said she dropped Addie off with Oreo. And I was like, All right, I guess... So I'm guessing what happened is at this point, Jason and Leah were maybe like, on, like doing on the rocks and like, maybe they didn't want the girls around him as much. And I think what happened is then they break up and then once they get back together, they're like full on, you know what I mean? Like full force, yeah. like we're always together. I'm, oh, also this week, um, Leah posted a picture of Allie. I can't remember if I talked about this on Feathers My Hair last week. Leah posted a picture of Gracie in her full cheer outfit, which looked Mm. fucking crazy. Like, and I did cheer as like, when I was like a tween, I did cheer. And like, we wore some makeup, you know, we wore our hair up in curls, but it wasn't like crazy. I did dance as a kid, you know, like we did stage makeup, which was like ugly lipstick, like way too much blush and like maybe mascara, Mm. but like, and you can like- I have a picture of me in my dance makeup somewhere, maybe I'll post it. like it's so clearly stage makeup. you know what I mean? like it was so clearly yeah. like this little girl's not trying to look like a grown up like Gracie is in full contour. She has a full set of false eyelashes, full foundation, full contour. like it's not stage makeup. You know what I mean? There's nothing stage about it. It's like, what Instagram models wear? Her hair is teased so high, I don't understand how she could possibly tumble, and Leah tagged Jason in this picture for some reason, and then Jason commented that he loves being a cheer dad.
1: Ooh! Yeah, that makes me deeply uncomfortable. He makes me deeply uncomfortable. He's Dirty John, guys. I mean, he does look like Woody from Toy Story to me. Do you find, do you see that? Take a look. Put a cowboy hat on. I'll have to look again. Look at him. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll do a side by side. (laughs) I'll do a side by side. But he, you can tell that he is calculating every response that he's giving Leah. Yes. But also pretending like he's not aware of the cameras, but he's very aware of the cameras. But it's yeah. not a natural, like, I'm aware of the camera cameras. It's very, like, I want to prove to people.
0: You're exactly right. And that's a perfect, perfect way to say it. Like, every response to Leah, it's like he's trying to be what he thinks, like, the audience thinks a good boyfriend is.
1: He's like a low-key Matt in that way. Yeah. Like Matt was like obviously is- a
0: yeah, like he oh, yeah, well, and Matt was right, Matt was a little different because he knew how crazy Amber was, so he was mm-hmm. setting himself up as like in in a way a little bit of opposition to Amber's craziness, you know what I mean, like he was trying mm-hmm. to seem like the calm that was like gonna come in and fix Amber's craziness, and I think and that was smart. That was like a good yeah. strategy, and I think that Jason's strategy, like obviously wouldn't be like that because he's not going against an amber. He's coming into Leah, And what we all want for Eliya,ah, for a for a person named Leah, not Leah as in Gracie. <laughs> what we want for our Leah is somebody that's going to come in and be like the knight in shining armor and like that's what he's projecting and it feels so unnatural
1: it really does it just makes me uncomfortable and (laughs) this is so wrong it's so dark but when she was going on and on she was like he goes and he's like googling all this md that's dirty and i was just thinking of yeah like she actually walked on in in on him being like what the fuck is muscular dystrophy i gotta learn okay i gotta learn about this
0: so i can stay (laughs) i i was going i was thinking that he like got his computer out and like positioned himself so that leo would be near (gasps) and then he started muscular dystrophy so she would come over and be like he's looking at muscular dystrophy You know what I mean? Oh,
1: that's so good.
0: I think it's that level of conning where he's like, it's just so unnatural. Like he is setting himself up. Okay. So when Jason starts poisoning Leah and she, he also is the only one that has this thing. Okay. What he really is, guys, I've just, I've just walked one step further from Dirty John and I'm going to say that he is D Blanchard. What was her name? With Gypsy Rose and Mommy Dead and Dearest. Oh, ooh, ooh, wow, yeah, and yeah. Her he's name going is D. to start like poisoning her, but then also like the only one that can make her better. Like I think that's the type of role he's ooh. setting himself up for.
1: What if he flooded her house so she would move in with him?
0: <sighs> Jesse,
1: Liz, that okay? That really cracked a case. <laughs> what if he did oh wow I bet he's like he walked in and he had like a wrench in his back pocket and he was like oh I just happen to have this with me uh (laughs) let me go turn your water off and she's like how do you know exactly where the water thing is and he's Mm. just like uh that's where they always are in a house and she's like
0: oh okay oh god so Um, All the ceilings are filled with water. Leah mentions her brand new furniture, which is what you sent me a screen grab of. (laughs) I'll post it on Instagram. Um, Please. I'll I'll post it on Instagram and I don't understand what it was. (laughs) Like, her brand new furniture looks, I don't know, old recliners. I
1: gotta gotta look at the photo because it's like it's like three or four lazy, like literally like lazy boys next to one another with aluminum um, cup holders in <laughs> the footing area. Like it looks like old popcorn on it and it's like dented in from feet. It's not new. It, no. If it is new, it's new from um, 1996.
0: Yeah. At one point, she also says she just put $4,000 worth of carpet down. And I'm like, okay. Where's your homeowner's insurance? Well,
1: yeah. I wonder if Dixieland Carpet Outlet um, get set her up with some good stuff.
0: Although I was wondering, okay. Remember when Leah bought this house and it was like kind of weird, and like the owners let her come by and like look at the house before she bought it? Do you remember that? Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah if she bought this house in cash from the owners and doesn't have homeowners insurance because she didn't get a mortgage. So she didn't have, cause if you don't have a mortgage, you don't have to have homeowners insurance. The reason that you have to have it is if you have a mortgage, the bank requires you to have homeowners insurance because it's their house, you know? Um, but if Leah doesn't have a mortgage, she doesn't have to have hom- homeowners, homeowners insurance. And can't you see her being like? Mm, I didn't know I needed that.
1: Oh, I am I would be very shocked if she knew what it was. <laughs> I, I don't think she does, to be very honest. I think that's something her mom has told her to do, and she was like, oh, yeah, I did that with the house. And she didn't know what she was talking about. Like, loved- she thought it was, like,
0: her property tax. <laughs> I loved when Dawn was like, oh, homeownership. <laughs> I'm like, um. There is a lot of
1: flooding that happens in her storylines for some reason. This is
0: the second flood that we've experienced with Leah.
1: Yeah, I'm like, girl, you need she needs to get on those pylons.
0: She needs to build her house up. Can we discuss how high Oreo was when they went carpet shopping? Them
1: two look like weeble wobbles. <laughs> the I was I was like, am I drunk right now? or Is the camera moving? Like they were just like circling in their little
0: spots. Like, it was crazy. So slowly. And she does that thing that I can always tell when Leah's high, because Leah does it, is where she's, you can see her, like, consciously thinking of everything she's saying before (laughs) she says it. Like, you can actually, like a Homer Simpson, almost. Like, you can see the words like, formulating, and she's like, okay, like, and it's, like, playing out in her head before she says it, because she's, like, fucked up and can't just, like, speak.
1: The words are, like, passing in front of her eyes, like, making style.
0: (laughs) Also, her eyes seemed unfocused. Like, Leah seemed, I didn't think Leah seemed that bad in this scene. Usually when her and Oreo are together, you'll notice Leah seems, like, real amped up or real down, too. I thought Leah seemed, like, okay in this scene, but Oreo seemed so fucked up to me.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I thought, but Leah was swaying. That's what made me think she was.
0: Well, see, here's the deal I don't notice those details all the time because when I'm taking notes, I'm, like, not, like, staring at the t- – you know what I mean? Like, I miss yeah. – I'll be honest. I miss a lot of the visual stuff on this show because I'm just, like, listening to them talk. Um, And, like, if something crazy happens, I'll, like, rewind it and watch it again without taking notes so I can, like, fully, like, see what's happening. But, like, in a scene like that, like, I won't notice Leah Swain because I'm just – like listening and and I'm also thinking like why the fuck is Victoria speaking so slowly?
1: <laughs> you should go back and watch it because before I had seen it I saw on Facebook someone was talking about how much they were swaying back and forth. I was like, ah, you know, like I'll, maybe like maybe they're stretching like mm-hmm. that idea. And then I watched it and I was like, whoa, <laughs> they're really like just swaying back and forth like in circles it's kind of crazy it's like makes you a little dizzy
0: but ooh yeah that's not great um she does does say that jason uh gets along with grace although have you noticed that they're calling grace Aaliyah a lot more than they ever have
1: I honestly can't tell you any of those kids' names because they have a new name every season. And it's in their whole A's, it's too much. But yeah, I have noticed that she's been doing that. And I'm.
0: Corey did I'll it understand. too. understand. And I was surprised. Yeah. Like, I was surprised that they were. I've just noticed this season they've been calling her Aaliyah a lot. I wonder if maybe Gracie's like saying, I'm Aaliyah. You know what I mean? Now that she's a little older and she maybe wants to go by Aaliyah. But she says that Gracie and Jason, like, are buds and, like, get along and, like, give each other, like, fist pounds. Um, She said that that he, like, adores Allie, which the most vulnerable one. I don't like it. I know. Like, not even that I think he's, like, doing something, but I think that he sees the way to Leah is, like, get very tight with her Um, most vulnerable child.
1: Yeah, it's not like I want to see him, like, push her out of a wheelchair, obviously, but he does pay, like, special attention to her, like, when she at school. Yes, and he knows, like, he wants to project onto her that, look, I can t- help you take care of her.
0: Yeah, especially compared somebody. to, like, Jeremy, who, like, never gave two fucks about Allie being sick, or, like, anything to do with Allie. Like, Jeremy truly oh, no. never cared. And so, like, I remember last week or whatever. Yeah. I guess it was last week. He like FaceTimed her. He's like, I want to talk to Allie girl, like on the way to the doctor. And I was like, that's too much. And that's, yeah. And like when she's like, and she even says, she's like, well, you know, Allie loves that. Cause like, I think Allie's used to be in the center of attention and babied. And then Uh Leah also says that Addie and him, butt heads, which I think is. I liked that. I was like, tell me more about that. I thought that was interesting because I don't understand how they're at a place in their relationship already where her five year old is butting heads with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I'm wrong. Well, maybe Addie, Addie definitely spends the most time with him because she doesn't go to her dad's. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the, yeah, what I like about that is not that, that that's happening, but that she stupidly admitted to it. Yeah. And it, it kind of like, <laughs> I could never say the that. Wind on camera. To- yeah (laughs) I'm like love him (laughs) yeah I'm like thank you for saying that because now I'm getting a clearer picture of what your relationship's like and
0: well okay I am always going to be most worried for Addie when it comes to any boyfriends Leah has in the picture because Addie is absolutely going to spend the most time with them because she only sees Jeremy what once a month sometimes once every two months and that's for a yeah. couple of days. I know she goes to like her grandma's, but I think she goes over there like on a Saturday night. You know what I mean? Like she goes and has a sleepover at her grandma's, and like goes to church with her on Sunday. Like I don't think she sees uh, the Calverts very often. So I think no. she's the one that spends the most time with Jason. And I also think that men in Leah's life will have the least to worry about when it comes to parenting her children with Addie. Because I think that they, anybody will have like a strong understanding that if they watch this show, that like Corey is the main parent for Leah and Al, or for Allie and Gracie. And that Mm -hmm. like, that's been their primary home for the last three years. You know what I mean? Like he Mm -hmm. has a lot of say in them. I don't, I think he still has the right to make a lot of their legal decisions. Like, Apparently now they have 50-50 like, like physical custody, but I think Corey might still have that legal custody. I think that it's think very clear that Corey is kind of like the main parent for them and Corey is the decision maker. So anybody that comes in is like going to be clear with that. But I think that yeah. like if Addie and Jason are butting heads, that means that Jason's like already parenting Addie. Which is
1: i do not like that
0: no it's crazy and like they've been together for like six months what because if how else could a five-year-old butt heads with an adult unless that adult is an authority figure in their life you know what i mean like i i'm thinking of let's say like my best friend's daughters the oldest one is five she has a five-year-old a four-year-old and a two-year-old and like we don't I don't butt heads with them cause I don't really care if they like. you know what I mean? Like I'm not giving them yeah. rules. Like sometimes I'll be like, yo, don't do that. And like, it's annoying if they don't, but I would never describe our relationship as butting heads because I mean, it, it's kind of like, I am an authority figure in their life to an extent because I'm an adult and I'm their aunt. And like, yeah. if I say something, they're not allowed to, you know what I mean? Like just as far as being an adult, but like, I'm not their mom. I'm not their teacher. Like I don't, have any real authority over them beyond just like I'm an adult and they a child so like I can't imagine uh, like describing us as like butting heads because there's nothing to butt heads about yeah
1: and oh uh, you know Leah still whips and I I just would which already aggravates me but it's you, you know that's a banking? whole other topic yeah and if she's
0: your letting them do that your southern just came oh, out you said you know Leah still you. whips <laughs>
1: She, de- I mean, that's like you get a whip. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well. And I know she still does it. I yeah, I know. Especially with Addie. Still. Addie but gets spanked. I bet Allie never does.
1: Yes, that is
0: accurate. And I really hope she's not letting him do
1: that. Because that is like really fucking crossing a boundary. And not well, only is...
0: We see you, how you well know, that goes in Janelle's life. And I
1: know she... Yes, she's like... Addie is the Kaiser, yeah, like always. in a little less extreme way, because um, Janelle Janelle is the extreme version of that. But yeah. Leah has that in her. Leah is very yeah. quick to Ascent-ish. jump in a relationship. Yes. Hmm.
0: Like do whatever. Re-
1: yeah. Has these moments of clarity, but then throws them away. Like
0: <laughs> yeah. Has yeah. been married twice. I think, I bet she's pregnant. I have a feeling she's pregnant right now. Oh, yeah. It's not going to take her very, she'll be pregnant
1: within the year. I'd yeah. be shocked if she wasn't.
0: You know, he only has one kid. He's like 40. It's like, let's get it going. It's probably what he's thinking.
1: And the kid, like the kid's mom doesn't want him on
0: TV. Yeah. He's like, I got to get a kid getting a paycheck.
1: Yeah. I got to lock this in. That was like Matt trying to get Amber pregnant. Like,
0: Yeah. There was also that guaranteed paycheck. There was also that weird scene with um Jason and Leah. Like, first of all, I don't really like this Leah thing where she's like, "I have to do everything on my own." It's like, <laughs> <don't> really do? just <laughs> like, like? What are you
1: talking about? I I actually don't understand. Like
0: physical work? No, you don't. <laughs> I just like, what does she do? Like. Up until very recently, like, the girls were only with her, like, Friday and Saturday, Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't have the older girls most of the time. Like, her family's very involved. Like, I'm not saying she doesn't do anything. I just thought that was weird where she was like, I'm, it feels weird to call Jason to help me because I'm used to doing everything on my own. And it's like, bitch, you've been married twice. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it she said it and it just kind of fell out of her mouth and I was like that
0: doesn't feel right for you she said I, I dab- doubt I know by you- herself forever and it's like except when you had two, except when you were married twice now if she
1: was like talking about in the future like him coming to uh appointments with her for like a support I could I could understand if she had said something like that in that vein. Like, oh, I've been having to do this by myself. But yeah. what physical labor has she been having to do by herself? I don't, un- maybe put it, okay, I'll give it to her. The
0: wheelchair, putting oh, the wheelchair in the car that thing around. Yeah. Cause she won't get a fucking wheelchair van.
1: <laughs> There's well, a solution you know. to
0: that, Jesse. She doesn't need to lug that 9 million pound wheelchair in and out of that. Cause they, they literally make cars for that.
1: He, you know she's like, we don't use it that much. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, they don't. <laughs> and Jason had this really cringy moment where she's like, he Leah was like, thank you so much for helping me. And he was like, well, why wouldn't I help you? And she's like, I'm just so used to doing everything by myself. And then he was like, all you had to do is give me a kiss and a hug. And I was like. <laughs> like, also, like, that's like a weird thing to say to your, like, serious girlfriend like you can give me a kiss and a hug as payment
1: yeah like if my boyfriend said that I'm like oh get the, get away <laughs> it's like, such a weird thing to say
0: yeah it's just it's like it's almost like you know when you like ask your dad for help and he's like just give me a kiss on the cheek like like your grandpa would say that yeah <laughs> like, it's like something like that, like a weird, not weird, but like an older family member when you'd be like, Oh, how can I repay you? And they'd be like, just give me a kiss on the cheek. Like, cause you're like cute and young and they just like want to help you. Cause like they love you cause you're their granddaughter. You know, like I've never had like a grandfather that was alive for very long in my life. So, but that's how like I imagine grandfathers acting. Yes. Same.
1: I also didn't have any grandparents, so I get it, but (laughs) I share that same thought process. He's, He's just, just real weird. And weird. How old's Leah? Leah is younger tr- than I th- us.
0: I think everybody on Teen Mom 2 is like 27-ish. I think on OG, yeah, they're like 28, 29. And I think on Teen Mom 2, they they're except Brianna, they're like 26, 27. I think Janelle just turned 27 in December. Oh, yeah, she did. Which and is she's the younger point. of them. So, Leah's probably 27.
1: Leah's 26. Her oh. birthday is April 24th. Um, Chelsea's 27. Kalen's 26. And Janelle's 27. Okay. Um, yeah. And he, how old is
0: he again? He's like 45. 40. Oh, God. I think. Oh, my God. I think he just had his 40th. I think I remember his 40th birthday. Or maybe he's 38 or something let's see let me see if I can
1: pick it up real quick 13 year difference so she's yeah oh my god I think about I'm 29 Mm -hmm. and I think dating someone that's 39 would be right at my limit and I would have a very hard time wanting to be in a relationship just because they'd be 10 years older than me, so their entire life experience would be so different from me. So I cannot imagine at twenty-six dating yeah. someone that's 40. But I mean, but I do Leah has 40. aged herself. <laughs> Leah is like mentally like a 50 year old woman.
0: Well, not after I also having like, kids
1: at 16.
0: I get it. Like when you have three kids, one of them has special needs, like it probably is hard to date a twenty-six year old. You know, like, uh, that I understand, but, like, what about someone who's 30?
1: (laughs) Well, I think, so, I don't want to offend anyone with the whole, like, age difference. I think specifically for Leah, I find it weird she would date 13 years older than herself because she's pretty immature to begin with.
0: I also He's think l- that's on the cusp. 26 is like, I feel like once you hit 30, if you date someone older than you, it's like, I don't, I don't know. There, yeah, it's all, it doesn't really matter. Weird and non-weird situations, but I think 26 and 40 is a very significant age difference where like significant maturity and life experience factors come into play that make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Not every, not in every single case, but in many of them, that's still, like, a large age difference. Difference.
1: Yes. Yes. It's like someone, like, 30 dating an 18-year-old where you're, like, ah! And yeah. she just is so, like, she's so vulnerable, I guess, is the she's thing. so and
0: vulnerable. I, like, Leah, I can't believe Leah's ever been publicly catfished. Oh, I know, right? I mean, well, she met Jeremy on MySpace. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, if anybody would ever get catfish, it would be Leah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to watch that episode.
0: She's going to have to be careful after the show <laughs> She's single. She's going to get catfish. Like, if I'm sure of it.
1: My prediction for her is next season, she will have okay, an okay season with him. But I think the following season, if there were one,
0: something would come out. Like he oh, would get caught kind of, cheating. We're we're going. There's at least two more seasons of this show. I would I would bet there are at least three more seasons of this show.
1: I don't know if I've said this before on your podcast, but my uh, deepest darkest hope is that we get it stays on long enough just for all the children to turn fifteen and sixteen, so that it comes full circle. That's all yeah, I want. I they think- can cancel it after. I just want them to be able to have talking heads.
0: I don't think that's a crazy, like, I don't think it's crazy to think that the show could be on the air for that long.
1: Well, the, I think the oldest is almost 11.
0: Yeah. I mean, Leah, Leah Shirley is at least 10 now, right? If all if the team yeah. on two kids are like eight, then Leah Shirley's like 10. Cause she's a lot older. She's like 18 months older than them. I think yeah I think she's ten, yeah yeah I mean, that's not that many years, you know, yeah, she's turning eleven this year, okay,
1: but I mean, I know it's dark. these kids are gonna be pretty messed up, but well, yeah,
0: but I mean, I do- I have that ship has sailed,
1: I wonder how long it's gonna take reality t v to put in place laws against um invading children's privacy, yeah, to this
0: degree. <laughs> There should already be that law, but there's not. And that's sad. Like it there really should be well, what really needs to happen is that like California labor laws, because you know California has pretty strict like filming laws, need to become nationwide Mm -hmm. because they've only really been needed in California because that's where almost everything is shot. But now with this reality TV, reality TV is like a lawless land when it comes to children being exploited because they're like the no- loophole. Yeah. There are no rules governing these kids. And like, there's no Coogan account or whatever they're called. Coolgan accounts mm-hmm. where, and even though that's still pretty low, where only like 20% of the child's earnings have to go into like a trust fund for them. Like that's only in California. Like set tutors are only in California. Like, Laws on how long they can film for are really only in California. Georgia might have some now because of it. You know, Atlanta has a very major, like, movie and television uh, scene. Maybe North Carolina. Well, no, I don't think North Carolina, but Georgia might have them. But, like, in general, these reality people, like, there's nobody looking out for the children's interests on these shows. And I think once the Gosling kids... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the Gosling kids are the first children that were, like, really, really exploited on reality TV. Like, the Duggars yeah. baby, like, they were around the same time. But I think the Gosling kids are, like, at least the most popular version. Oh, for sure. Maybe not yeah, the yeah, first, yeah. but the most relevant to popular culture is the Gosling kids And, like, when Maddie and Kara are 25 and start, like, lobbying Congress to, like, protect reality stars' children, child reality stars' rights. Yes. (laughs) Like,
1: oh, that's going to be
0: such good TV. That's when it's going to start happening.
1: Yeah, reality TV is very fascinating in that way that it is a loophole for, it's because you're filming their lives. They're not really technically working like the kids. You're just documenting it. Mm -hmm. but they are working and they have no say And where are the boundaries with that? I don't know. It's pretty, it is really crazy. And and we're having to like, it's like how in the fifties everyone smoked and then now we're like, Whoa, that was pretty crazy. Everyone smoked and like had cancer and just smoked on airplanes. Like that's fucking wild. Yeah. Like you remember when they had just kids on, tv exploiting their
0: lives and they didn't get paid exactly and like even you know chelsea who we can all agree is like she's a fine mom i don't know if she's a good mom i don't know if she's a bad mom you know what i mean but like from what we see she's fine to good right like we can all agree on that like there's nothing wrong like glaringly wrong with chelsea as a mother but like even she just like little Lane Eddie was just born on television this week. You know what I mean? Like from the moment that she was born, and that's what I talked about when it came to like the Aubrey stuff, how Randy was tweeting like Aubrey as a choice and like what she films. but like Aubrey's lived on the Truman Show her whole life. Like she doesn't know she doesn't know that you can say no to this. And when she does say yes, like she has no idea what the long-term consequences of allowing this stuff to be filmed is. and none of these kids. No.
1: I did find it so interesting that she had um, that baby on air.
0: I, let, have... Let's talk about that. Let's go to Chelsea okay. now. And, you know, Chelsea. So I was shocked. I can't remember. Did she have Watson on film like that? I don't think so. We saw her I... leg in the air, like full on air. Yeah, and that we was, saw that like a flip cam. That wasn't like a cold cam. That was like MTV yeah. in the room. I was shocked. I don't think she did because
1: that was when she was, like, really into privacy. Like, having two weddings so she can have yeah. some privacy.
0: Which, like, and, right for this um, song, like, I wouldn't let MTV in my fucking delivery room with my legs in the air. But it's just so strange that she did for this one. I like, was shocked. I, I wrote that I in my notes. I literally wrote... Where is Chelsea? I don't even know. I wrote in my notes, like, I cannot believe they filmed this much.
1: Yeah, it it was very bizarre and... And that baby, like we saw it right after it came out. All her juices were still on it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that was just in a picture like, they showed a quick picture of Cole holding the baby. And that's like what I, I expected like them to walk into the hospital. And then this is funny. I actually yeah. had to, cause I wasn't like watching when this happened and I just like heard music playing. So I like kind of stopped taking notes And then I realized a little later in the episode that the baby was born. And I was like, oh, I wonder what they showed. So I, like, rewound it. And I was like, oh, they showed the entire birth. Because I thought they were just going to go into the hospital. And then we were going to see a picture of maybe Chelsea and Cole, Mm -hmm. like, right before she pushed, a picture of the baby afterwards. And then we would see, like, Watson and Aubrey with the baby. Like, I could not Mm -hmm. believe she had the camera crew in there.
1: It was pretty wild. And then they... They um, attacked me by writing Lane, Eddie, across the screen. <sighs> that? Okay. Which that that child will forever... Someone's going to ask her, hey, what's your middle name? And she's going to say, Eddie. And they're going to say, Eddie? Your middle name's
0: Eddie? No, Etty. Eddie. Eddie? Like, why the fuck? I okay, can't. Eddie <laughs> is a nickname for Henrietta, first of all. So why not Lane Henrietta? Or, like, it just... Okay, Lane Elaine as a name is fine to me, but I would have spelled it just L A N E. Like I would have just spelled it Lane, or if you wanted a little more feminine, I would have added a Y. Like L A I N E is like a, a common female because usually L A N E is a male's name. So L A I N E is like the the female version of that, which like I think it's fine. Lane, like if I met Elaine, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I know a couple Laneys. Yeah. I know some Delaney's. Like, Lane is Lane from Gilmore Girls. Like, Lane is a fine name for me. It's not as, like, I still think Watson is a horrific name. Like, I fucking hate the name Watson. It is not current on me at all. I think it is terrible. I cannot fucking believe that Chelsea named her baby Watson. Like, every time I think about that, I'm like, what the fuck kind of name is Watson? And if you have a child named Watson, I think your child's name is bad too. <laughs> I feel no, sh- I feel yeah. no, like that I need to be like, well, it's fine. And then, No, I think Watson is a terrible name, but Lane is like fine. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think I would have a baby named Lane, but if I met Elaine, I wouldn't be like, Oh, like if I met someone named Watson, I in my head, I'd be like Sherlock, what like Watson but like if I met Elaine, I'd be like, "Oh, hi, Lane. How are you?" Like there'd be no thought to it. But Lane yeah. Eddie sounds so ugly.
1: Yeah. No. It. Oh, it's very uh, Mormon mommy blogger. Yeah. All of those children's names, and she's trying to do a two name, like she's Southern, and that is just not one. Let me tell you right there, and. E-t-i-e. I don't know. Yeah,
0: It just it doesn't flow whatsoever. Like your name, no. my tongue like gets tripped up on the Eddie, and then it just like stops. Like yes, like I it's hate just, names
1: that make me like have to give energy to it.
0: Like and that's you know, already I hate the awesome. name Watson. Like Watson Cole is fine. You know what I mean? Like as a name, you're like okay, Watson Cole. But like Lane Eddie, Aubrey Sky, fine. Lane, Eddie,
1: Eddie. Now I'm just realizing her name is Lane Cole, which just sounds like some factory that makes like some kind of barbecue coal.
0: Her her name isn't Lane Cole. It's Lane DeBoer. Oh, you're right. Oh my God. I'm so stupid. (laughs) I was
1: like, I was like Cole's last name is Cole. I don't (laughs) know why I thought that. (laughs) I am so dumb.
0: (laughs) Just like, waiting for where you're going with that. you, like, so you were like, what the fuck are you talking I about? His last name is Cole. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> but yeah, like, cut I, that. No, <laughs> Lane DeBoer is, it's fine, whatever. It's just, and also, anytime I think Eddie, I think of someone doing a bad Cockney accent, like, Eddie. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: that name like this is so crazy and specific but so i listened to this one audible book series like audiobook series and it takes place in london in like the early uh 1930s and one of the characters has a cockney like a grandfather that speaks cockney he wouldn't be cockney i don't think but he like speaks cockney and so a couple of the characters in her world do and like i hear that narrator (laughs) (laughs) like in 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 his his grandfather's voice being like okay Eddie like it's so specific (laughs) but like that's how I hear that name because it's like the only thing that makes sense
1: oh I hate it so much there was a rumor before she came out with the name that she was gonna name her Quinn which is my favorite (sighs) name I love like my first choice for a name And I was like, motherfucker, I hate Chelsea so much. I'm questioning if that's a good name, if she chose it. But that ended up being a lie.
0: She should have named her Quinn Lane. Yeah, that would have been adorable. I would have loved it.
1: Not actually, I would have been mad, but I would have at least respected it. Even Lane
0: Quinn. I think Lane Lane is hard with middle names, too. Although I think Lane... Lane Elizabeth would be nice. I think it's because we don't think of Lane as a name very much. Like, although there are, like, on Mad Men, there was a character named Lane, Lane from Gilmore Girls. But it's just, like, not a very popular name. And the thing that we we think of a street, I'm saying we, but yeah. I, I think of a street. So I think... The collective we. Yeah, and it's also not, like, a very feminine name. So I just think it's, like, hard For me to, like, think of it with middle names, because it's so hard for me to, like, really think of it as primarily a name.
1: Yeah, like, she has two middle names as a first and middle name.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just so bad. Eddie. Etty. And also, because, like, the way my accent is, like, a T isn't, like, the most beautiful. It's just, like, there's no way for me to say Etty. That sounds like, that doesn't sound like Eddie
1: yeah yeah <laughs> it's just it doesn't roll no. did you notice you're gonna have to go back i have a feeling you didn't notice this but when they were um doing the what is it called the drone footage over like to their land they did a water tower and on the water tower it said T. no i didn't know like that. t-e-a i was like was that photoshopped in does this- I don't think a water tower would say tea. It was just very bizarre,
0: and we did send you a screen grab. Parents, did you notice that when they like picked up Watson at the hospital? Oh yeah, they've never been on here. No, I I forget. Respect. I would literally never go on a reality TV show, and like especially not one where like my child like marries a reality TV star. Yeah. "Mm, No thanks. I'm good. We're good. Like, Bye. See you at Christmas. Yeah. Like, we can be very You cool think they hate else. Chelsea? Uh, no. I don't think so. I think that Cole and Chelsea are genuinely a good couple and, like, genuinely love one another. And I think Chelsea genuinely makes Cole very happy. So I think they probably are fine or even as much as I really like her. Like, I... I don't, I think maybe at first they were hesitant because I think any parent, because Cole was so pretty young when they got together, like, cause he's my yeah. age, they've been together for like four or five years now, right? How old's Watson? They've been together like four years now. Like, I think if my son was 25 or 26 and he started dating anyone with a child, I'd be like, are you sure you want to like take that on? Like, just because it, yeah. it's a responsibility. responsibility. I I would think that any parent would be like, are you sh- you know, like a little hesitant about their kid becoming a step-parent at a pretty young age, like taking on the responsibility of raising somebody else's child at what's a pretty young age. But I would be surprised if they didn't like her because as I've said like a, a million times on this show, like I think Cole and Chelsea are like genuinely happy together and genuinely love one another. And like, in this scene, like, when the babies are meeting and, like, Watson, like, touches Lane's head, like, I'm, like, they're a beautiful family. Like, I'm extremely happy for them. Like, they're good people. I just don't give a fuck about them on my TV. And I don't want them on this TV show because I don't like them as TV characters. But I think, like, in regular life, like, I don't think I would really like Chelsea very much or, like, want to be Chelsea's friend because I don't think we have a lot in common. But, like, I think if you're an in-law... Once you get over the fact that like your young son is raising somebody else's kid and like is a stepdad, I think you're probably like she's fine, fine. No, am just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I I just don't, I don't think there's anything to like really object once you get over the stepchild like being on reality TV like that stuff. Like I think with just when you're an in law, like what's there to not like about her? But also, yeah. I don't know, because we don't know Chelsea. I think if Cole
1: looked bad, then they probably wouldn't like her. But since... She,
0: That's a good like, point, too. Part of why the Linds know,
1: like, her. Mm-hmm. Because
0: they think that like, she's partly even though it's not true, and Adam has made himself look this way, but they, they hate, part of why they hate Chelsea is because they blame her for bringing Adam into this mess that is MTV and making him an infamous character on television. And that's not nec- most hate it Yeah. That's not necessarily fair, but it is true that like- Yeah. And- That he is hated because of how he treated Chelsea. Now, that's his own fault. He treated her that way. And he's an awful father and an awful person. But, like, I can understand the thought process behind the lens. Like, being – not saying I agree with them, but I can understand that thought process. So I think you're right that if Cole came off looking bad, they would be like, fuck Chelsea for dragging Cole into this. But if anything Mm – like now their son's like couple goals to all the girls on Instagram. And Oof. I know, but I do also like, it's so crazy. Cause like we really don't know Chelsea at all. Like we really, no. don't. I don't know anything about Chelsea's personality, anything. I know that she apparently has crippling anxiety and doesn't leave her home. Um, that came out this week. Mm-hmm. We a picture of them on a date and so, and like implied that it was really rare that they go out on dates and somebody was like, why don't you guys, go, like you have family that lives around you. Like, why don't you just like let your family watch your kids? Like it was kind of a rude toad, but like also like you guys are on TV and we know you're rich. We know you have trusted family that you're very close with. Like I, I wondered that, like why they don't leave the kids for dates more often And Chelsea wrote, like, she had really bad postpartum anxiety, especially after Watson. She doesn't, like, leave – she was – had a lot of trouble leaving the kids. So, like, I don't think they leave their house a lot. Like, I don't know. We don't know. It's so weird because we know so much about all the other girls and, like, what their hobbies are, what their personalities are. Like, but we really don't know – I mean, we did know Chelsea, but in the last five years, I don't think we know Chelsea anymore.
1: And she hasn't, like, started any businesses
0: Nope. And she doesn't get on podcasts and talk about herself very much. She doesn't, I don't know. She just like, what does she do? You know what I mean? Like what's she like with her friends? What does she think is funny? Like, what does she think is annoying? Like we don't know her like kale. I feel like I know intimately.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because we haven't seen Chelsea just with a friend in a really long time, and if we have, it's been very brief. Like, Where's Chelsea Grace? You, we haven't seen her all season. Yeah, we've been seeing her since last She didn't go season, with Aubrey right? on the first day of school. I can't believe that. I wonder if they're still friends.
0: I bet they are, but I've always, like, thought that Chelsea, that Chelsea paid Chelsea Grace, like, to be her assistant, which is why she was, like, willing to go to the grocery store for her and, like, drive Aubrey to school and, like, do shit. Yeah. And also, obviously, she got paid to be on MTV, but I wonder if Chelsea Grace is just like kind of over being on TV. Um, mm-hmm. But also, when we see her with her friends, we only see her with her friends talking about Adam. Yeah, and we never see feel them like we just have... like. I mean, maybe at her bachelorette party, we saw them like kind of having fun and yeah. drinking. But she was pregnant. Like, yeah, but like compared to Kale, like even. Remember after Chris or Lux's birthday party and like all kills, like last episode or two episodes ago, like her friends are around. They were just like laughing and hanging out. Like we never Mm -hmm. get something like that with Chelsea. I have no idea what Chelsea's into.
1: Or like her drinking or like cutting loose. She just doesn't.
0: No, it's just, it's very, yeah. It's, I haven't really thought about that, but like, we don't know Chelsea at all.
1: She needs to go. I, I'm actually shocked she's still on the show. They could oh. replace her with someone that's still like kind of calm, but yeah. a little more entertaining.
0: But you know, like the general public, like fucking loves her.
1: Oh, you know, you guys know I do not. <laughs> I don't want her on my TV.
0: You know, though, I like, mean, they, she didn't go on. She's goals. People love her. They find her inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: Like I think their relationship is fine. I don't, I don't shit on that. I just think that Chelsea is um, one of those people that just like adapts to whoever she's around and she picks up a lot of her personality from them. And it's not, I think she's in a good relationship, but I don't think it was good that she got in a serious relationship so early before figuring out those things. Cause I just always remember Chelsea going to therapy and the therapist telling her you have to establish some boundaries and she said I know but I'm not going to
0: <laughs> and I just know that's who Chelsea is yeah you're very right do we have anything else to say about Chelsea this week
1: no I just that she was dilated a lot but that seems to be a pretty normal
0: thing yeah apparently I'm like okay apparently yeah I'm Caitlin good with is, her Caitlin is three centimeters dilated right now When's that baby due in March? Yeah, March 6th. But I have a feeling it's probably going to come early.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. I forgot about that baby.
0: Oh, I just hope that it's not Tesley. I hope it's Tesla. <laughs> also, I saw somebody speculate that maybe the baby's name was Tesly, And like MTV got it wrong. And we're Tesley. <laughs> and so everybody's just. So thinking, I, I mean, it's that. I mean, that would be a little better. But I don't
1: know. I think it is.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's go to, shall we talk Brianna? Yeah, let's go to Brianna. So Brianna went camping this week, which even though I don't like activities, I actually thought was fine. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't feel, okay. It doesn't bother me so much when they like, go camping and they do activities while camping it's when they just like go to go go-karting for the day that I'm yes like, like nobody does this but like people go camping i mean i don't go camping but people go camping
1: it's a a longer activity is something i can tolerate because it it has time for something to develop and those short activities are just like fun but um I did, when she said camping, so I grew up in South Louisiana and you just don't camp in the South in a tent. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. So you will hot. be eaten alive by so many things it's or so you will die. Out. You, like in Orlando, it was
0: in a swamp. Imagine and how fucking just, hot it was. I think it was like September. Ugh. Oh, September is so hot. Like so you hot. think September is a
1: chill month and it is just the hottest month, but like I live in the Pacific Northwest now, so when people say camping, I I've started tent camping since I've moved up here. What a nightmare! So I'm, I know no. It's actually really nice because, like nope. in the south, when you camped, <laughs> you had a camper which had AC yeah. and it had a door and you had a bed. And That's you, the only you know, way go like, camping. <laughs> well, I go camping now in a tent, but it's a seven person tent for two people, and I have a blow up mattress, so what? I'm still not like camping, but. When she said camping, I thought
0: they're going tent camping in South Florida? Yeah. I was crazy. I was kind of shocked by the camping of it all. I can't imagine Roxanne being a camper. Here's my thing. I'm pretty convinced that the only people who camp as adults camped as children. I think camping is something you have to learn to do as a child. I'm sure there are some definitely this rule, but me never went camping. Went to sleep away camp. We slept in bunks. We didn't sleep outside. Like we did, my mo- My mom's idea of camping is going to a shitty hotel. Like literally, once we were, I was at like this camp, and I we were going campy burn night outside, and I called my mom and I told her that, and she said to the Holiday Inn, like that. That's how we <laughs> yeah. like. We're Jewish. We don't camp except like at camp, and even that's in bunks. So See, I've
1: never gone to camp. That's crazy to me. Because in like South Louisiana, it's really common to buy a camper. So if a hurricane hits, you have somewhere that you can hook a generator up to pretty easily.
0: Yeah. So we always we went here to evacuate. If you have a camper, you can hook that thing up and go park somewhere like Northwest from where you are. and You don't have to pay for a hotel.
1: Exactly. It's it's very convenient, but um, I always thought that was like roughing it. So when she said camping and they went to a cabin, I was like, she is from the South. (laughs) She was like, we're going camping.
0: And I'm like, you're going to a cabin. Yeah. So I was like shocked when she said that because I was like, I just really can't imagine that. And I really, like the only way I would go camping as in like me now, it would be so expensive for me to do it. Because I would have to buy like such large, nice material things to make it like... Like, remember on Parks and Recreation when Tom Haverford goes camping, like, that would be, <laughs> yeah. it would be, like, just cheaper to go to a hotel for a night. I would do, like, I really like the idea of taking, I would do an RV if it was just, like, me mm-hmm. and one other person or, like, two, you know what I mean? Like, if, if I had a boyfriend and, like, I would do, like, an RV trip with a boyfriend. Like, yeah. as long as there's, like, a bed and, like, a shower and I can, like, get out of the elements at night, like, I love the idea of hiking all day like I love being outside. I just don't like the idea of sleeping outside. Like that's where that's where I draw my line. Um and so yes, I was shocked when Brianna said camping just cuz I can't imagine like Roxanne with little Brian and Brit like going camping. <laughs> and oh, no. I think I was right like that they didn't go camping. <laughs> but I laughed when she gave so she wanted John to come down. She's like John's not meeting my family, he's not meeting my kids. I really do think that Brie learned a little bit of a lesson with Hobby.
1: I do too. I, I was pleasantly surprised by her saying that, but really supported it.
0: Yeah. And I really liked, um, I can't remember if they talked about this here, but whatever. I just want to bring it up now. I really like, first of all, I love Shirley. I think Shirley is a great friend. I think she is very supportive by being critical and that she's like really good at being supportive and critical, which is a very hard balance. And I think she does a really good job with Bray. And I liked when she said like, she said that John, and this is like her, them learning from, from hobby. And this is, why I'm proud of Bray that she's like, so John knows that if you guys get serious, like he has to move to Florida. Right. And that you're established here and That like, your kids live here and you're not moving anywhere. Right. Because that's like a mistake that, that, brie made with yeah. hobby and that's like obviously they blew up for like a million more reasons <laughs> than just that but like part of it is that brie got serious with this guy who expected her to pick up her life and move for him and that he was going to be because hobby has to be the center of any relationship that he's in and shirley was like okay but does john know that like you're going to be the center of the relationship like i really like that shirley is like leading Brie to the lessons. <laughs>
1: Yes, she, everyone is holding her more accountable and she is listening more, which is, I appreciate.
0: Yes. So, uh, they invite John to come. I thought like Shirley Thirdfield a little bit, but whatever. Um, Bree gives John a packing list, which is, hold on, where she says you need to bring water shoes, a nice outfit, and swimming trunks. <laughs>
1: Okay, thank you for saying that again, because I all I had in my notes was a nice outfit, and I w- had been racking my brain of what that was about, because I was like, nobody had a nice outfit on there, but I, yeah, her saying, like, we're going camping, you need to bring one nice outfit. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> That's And this is when I thought they were still going, like, in a tent, and I was like, what is she talking about? I was that also like, both because they probably had bring- like a nice cabin, so they probably went out to dinner one night. <laughs> like,
1: oh, yeah, of course, like yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, thank you so much because that was really killing me. I, I mean, did like
0: that. Um, right, you. All- water shoes are important when you go like in Florida to these places. Like, you want water shoes.
1: It's not in main- a bud spray. Yeah, but it's not going to work. But you should at least try with a bud yeah. spray.
0: <laughs> um, Shirley does say like well, he should meet your mom. And Bree's like, well, no, like, we're not established yet. Like, they're not meeting. And Roxanne and Brianna have a little conversation, and Brianna straight up is like, well, he's not meeting you. And Roxanne goes, I don't want to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) She's a little more calmer this season so far. I like it. Very much so.
1: Yeah, she really is. Like, she's way more – I think Roxanne really does like being behind the camera. I don't blame her because she she is a sight to behold when she's going at it. But I think now she's also kind of maturing where she's just like I don't need to be on camera as much as I was.
0: I think Roxanne sees black and I think when she comes out of it she deeply regrets how she acts. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. I think she, I agree really, on that. she really does not like how she acts when she gets off camera. Like, when she, like, remember when she, <laughs> our favorite moment of this entire series, when she jumped on the table, um, <laughs> and remember, like, right afterwards in the parking lot, she was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she was like, uh-oh. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> but she so naturally jumped from God. the floor with both feet at the same time That's on there stuff. like a cat. Yes, like it was so light. It it wasn't even like a
0: stomp when she landed. No. It was a
1: very, it was very graceful. Um, I love that about her.
0: But I definitely do think that like she does this stuff in the moment, but then she like really is upset about it after she does it. Hey guys, at this moment I had to ask my mom to keep it down and I'm using a new recording software and couldn't figure out how to pause it or how to mark my time. So there's a quick jump right now to me and Jesse talking about how cute Stella is.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say, I love Stella and I want more Stella. She's she gotten really cute. Cutest, she is the cutest baby. She's my favorite baby.
0: I Our read curls. She's gotten really, really cute in this last year. Yeah, I'll be honest. I like didn't think she was the cutest baby for a little bit, but I noticed in this episode how fucking cute she was.
1: She one time I said that she looked like the baby Grinch, but in the best way. I like yeah. truly I had a side by
0: side. Grinch is cute.
1: <laughs> the baby Grinch is so cute. They have those like really long eyelashes and like yeah. sparkling eyes. She's just like the perfect baby to me. I love her so much, yeah. and
0: she's a very happy baby. Very happy baby. Um, so they go. But yeah, I like that Roxanne was like, I don't want to meet him. Like, I'm not interested in it. I just, I think that this season, like, well, first of all, I think the zeus has got a little spooked that they were going to get fired after the reunion. Yeah. Um, although I maintain that if anybody was going to quit the show or be fired and be okay with it, it would be Brianna because they just haven't been on the show long enough for it to like majorly impact their lives. You know what I mean? Brianna still has her yeah. job. Like they have not made, this isn't like Janelle getting fired where like she literally has nothing to fall back on. Like right now the Zeuss are just like, we're going to make money. <laughs> like if we stay on this, like we will be more comfortable and more money continues to come each season. But like, we haven't made that much money yet. You know, this hasn't like significantly changed our lives yet. So I do think that like after the reunion though, they were like Okay, we're gonna be a little calmer this season. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're gonna be we on gotta our make it season. season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this they is, did. This is
0: only did they do two
1: season. seasons. Yeah, I was gonna say because they split a season for from her coming back. Yeah. So she was paid twenty thousand and technically did two seasons because they did an A and B,
0: which that is so wrong to me. But so um, I still think it's fucked up. I think when they hired her. She should have got... I think it's fucked up that she only got a second season pay. Because, like, yeah, it was technically her second season, but this show wasn't in the second season. You know what I mean? And, like, she is putting out there and is on camera as much as every other girl and deserves the same amount of money. I don't care if she hasn't been there for as long.
1: It's, she's working the hardest out of all of them, like, when she had started. So she should have just been paid more. Like, Chelsea, I believe one, like, on one's. One episode, one season, she just, like, ate a taco on screen. She didn't really do
0: anything. Yeah. And... <laughs> the whole I think season, it's the- anytime they, they went to Chelsea, she was just eating a taco.
1: <laughs> she was, like, eating a taco. Or, like, rescheduling her wedding for the 40th time. And at the same table, it just really
0: made me mad. And I just think Brianna got really ripped off. I think that there's no reason that she shouldn't have been making the same as everybody else. And I don't care that it was only her second season. Because the fact is, when you join the show, you should be paid what the other people in the show are paid, or at least competitively. Like, maybe not the same exact, but if you're paying the other girls 25K per episode, it's crazy to pay yeah. Brianna $1,500 an episode. Give her ten grand an episode. You know what I mean? Like, make it. Yeah. Um. But I I do think that she definitely got like a raise this year because it's her third season. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if they kind of made a pact with each other that they were going to be a little calmer this year. And we're not going to make we're going to be really nice to the crew, and we're going to be really nice to Larry. And we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, they are like, we want to stay on this show. We would like to buy a house. Everybody chill the fuck out. Yeah. They, how many episodes are we in right now? Only like five.
1: five. Okay. We'll see. We haven't even made it midway. Yeah. Which is why they're on the
0: best behavior right now, because we're still at the beginning. Yeah. Slow burn, as I've said. Yeah. Um, so, Shirley, John, and Brianna, was it just one big room, that cabin? I think those cabins have a room, and then they have a room with bunk beds. Because, like, John and Bri are long distance, so don't they want to have a lot of sex when they're together? I want to say that they were at two different rooms. I would hope so. There had to have been two bedrooms. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Because I just remember, like, the bunk beds, and I was like... I really hope that Shirley does not have to be, like, near them when they're having sex.
1: Oh, my God. I was like, this is not worth being on camera. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going out into the swamp.
0: So I would say the other significant part of their segment this week was, well, I did like when Shirley was like, I mean, I like him, but I mean, he's going to be nice. Like, he, I'm your best friend. Like, I don't know how he is when he's not around me. <laughs>
1: That's true. Yeah, I mean, really all that happened was they were like, we're
0: your boyfriend and girlfriend now. Well, I did want to point out that bree they basically didn't even say that. They were like, okay, they agreed they weren't seeing other people. So, like, they agreed to be exclusive. But Bree got really aggressive when she was, like, telling him what it was like to be a single parent. Did you notice that?
1: I think she was, like, trying to test him. You know what I mean? Like, you better not be scared by this because this is my life.
0: But it was just so unnatural, I guess. Like, I don't know. She was like, and then I do this and this and this and this. And it's like, okay, but what does this have to do with the two of us? Like, I get what it has to do with it. I don't know. It just seemed like, it just seemed weird for that conversation. I did like how John was truthful when he said, like, you know, in the past, like I've been a little wary of dating someone that has kids. I don't want to deal with the baby's dad. I don't want that drama. But you said your baby dads aren't in the picture. So that's fine.
1: Yeah, I I will say that I understand what it's like to be in a long distance relationship. I did that for a year and a half. And when you're in a long distance relationship, you're very much having the best time every time you see them and yeah. it's not real life and i wonder if she was saying that because every time they've seen each other they've been on vacation and that's they haven't sad. had the kids and so i can understand that point because it's really scary to like when someone moves cuz you're like okay well this is what my life is really like it's not on pause cuz you're here i have to keep going kind of thing
0: that's fair but yeah so they have def- they have decided they're not seeing other people but i don't think they like specifically said like we are boyfriend girlfriend but I guess that's implied I don't know it was also like kind of weird to watch because neither one of them would be like are we boyfriend and girlfriend but you could tell they both wanted to say it
1: yeah that was it was we'll see I actually don't know they're still together right yeah oh that's that's surprising well that's
0: good good for her I think she was smart I think this guy like he seems serious about life in general. Like he has family he's close to, he apparently has a good job, he doesn't have kids. Like I think it could be good.
1: I think so too. He seems very normal and yes, very he normal. Seems very aware of the cameras, which is a good sign that he is like not used to it and not really looking to do it. I think he's
0: doing it he's as a favor to her. And he didn't seem like he was trying to impress the cameras, like, at all. I haven't gotten that impression from him.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I I like him so far. I hope, I hope we see only good things from him, because I do feel bad for the two people that Rihanna's been linked with. No, three, with Javi.
0: Oh, by the way, am I crazy that I think Javi and Lauren might make it long-term?
1: Oh yeah, Lauren seems down to down to
0: ignore all flags, and like she seems down to like cater to Javi in the way that he wants to be catered to.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because I hate Javi, Me too, and I don't want like
0: anyone to cater to him. You know, I don't know how to explain it, but like. I think that she likes it and I think that she's happy to do it. And I think that if your brain is like, if you're happy like catering that way that Javi needs, like I think that could be a long-term relationship for Javi.
1: Yeah. She'll fix his plate until the
0: day he dies. Yeah. And like hype him up all the time. And I think as long as he doesn't like cheat, then they'll be okay.
1: Oh yeah. That's going to be hard for him. Yeah. Because he's got a girl back in Delaware that'll hold
0: <laughs> Yeah. A girl willing to move to Delaware right now. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Speaking of, do we, do we want to move to Kale? Yeah. Let's move to Kale. Not really that much
1: happened this week. No. And so I have a question. When she was out bringing Lincoln to the bus... Did she just have a point and shoot camera she was filming with?
0: No, no, no. I. It's so funny. I thought the same thing. So she was bringing Isaac to the bus and she wasn't filming, but she was using like a point and shoot camera to take pictures. Oh no, she probably was filming for her YouTube channel.
1: Oh, okay. Cause I was, I thought that was weird because your iPhone will take just as good pictures as a point and shoot. That was
0: probably her vlogging camera.
1: Okay, that makes more sense. I could Cause not... Because I, I
0: thought the I, same thing. I was like, oh, she's a camera, but it wasn't like a DSLR. No, it was
1: like, uh, just like a cheap, like 150, like, you know, like Canon or something.
0: Or yeah, a, if you watch YouTube, it, like, they would call that a vlogging camera.
1: Uh, okay, that makes more sense. And I
0: didn't even think of that, but you're... Yeah, you're right. I don't know if she was actually filmy. Maybe she just, like, filmed a little bit. Like, he was like, hi, I do wonder... I don't even know if she's still updating her YouTube channel. But I know she was like back then or probably filming and trying to update it. I do wonder if MTV allows her to film. I don't watch any of her YouTube videos. So if you do, let me know. I wonder if MTV allows her to film for her YouTube channel while MTV is there.
1: That's a good point. Because when she was doing it, I thought she was doing some handheld footage for yeah. them but they never used any of it. So I, I was just like, this is so bizarre. <laughs> I don't understand. The camera looks like it's from like 2009.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Cause if you do watch like vloggers and occasionally, like if one vlogger is like with another one, or they like film themselves in the, like in the mirror, they're very much like point and shoot cameras that we used to carry around in the mid two thousands before. Well, we had like cell phone cameras, but they're really shitty. You know, they took, like, awful yeah. pictures. I, like, in college, I carried a camera around with me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have an iPhone until I, my last year of college in, like, I, 2011. I, I was kind of my, behind everyone I, got
0: a, I didn't get an iPhone until, like, 2012 or 2013. I had a BlackBerry before that, and then at one point I broke my BlackBerry, and I got, like, a knockoff BlackBerry phone that I used for a long time. but. In those days, I would like carry a camera around with me to parties and stuff. And like when I went traveling and when I took pictures, like it was on a camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like what Kale carried around, and that's like what vloggers carry around.
1: Oh man, times have moved too fast.
0: Anyway, Kale, it's Isaac's first day of third grade. Nothing exciting happens. Although I did want to comment on Kale telling her friend Mark that she invested her life savings into her hair care line.
1: Liz, it's the only note I have about her.
0: (sighs) Wow. I I was under the impression that they came to her and said, let us put your name on this for a licensing fee. Like we'll pay you to be part of this. Like that's what I assumed I didn't realize that they came to her and said, do you want to invest in this? Like, I assumed it was like a, you know, like JE Cosmetics, like where obviously somebody approached her and was like, let's partner up. Like, we'll pay you a licensing fee to be part of this. You can, or instead of like paying you a licensing fee, like you'll own like 25%, like we're giving you 25% equity, like for you to be the face of this and to promote this. Like when I found out that she put, her money into it. I was shocked.
1: I almost fell out of my bed because this is not going to go well for her. I I truly do hope
0: she's exaggerating when she said that. <laughs> oh, that's understand not, why that's... she to put any money into it because it's clearly already a brand. You know what I like? Clearly, a brand approached her. know I think Janelle even said like that they approached her first, which I would believe because they. We're probably just like approaching teen moms and reality stars. And I just like assumed that the brand was like, do you want to partner with us? Not like, do you want to invest in us?
1: Well, the thing that I found so weird, like, so say she did invest in that company mm-hmm. and she invested all of her money. I find that so bizarre to invest your money in something that's so oversaturated. Like that won't make her a lot of money. Is that field there's just so many options so it would be very hard for her to climb to the top of that and like really profit oh yeah. it just scares me yeah and I just don't understand what she invested it in like she doesn't know how to make shampoo she doesn't she's not she's not a, like a cosmetologist like it would make more sense if Chelsea did it
0: yeah it's just yeah how does she know what she's even investing in I really hope that that was, like, not... That she didn't really... I I just can't imagine... Okay, so if you're the celebrity here, right? And obviously they've come to you because you are the celebrity. What you do is leverage your name in the promotion for equity in the company. Not money.
1: Yeah. I don't think she gets that. And if Behind the Music was still on... (laughs) (laughs) they would be getting her like worked up to have a contract.
0: Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It made no sense. When she said that, like my jaw dropped, it makes zero, zero, zero sense. So the only other thing that happens is Kale offers to throw her little sister a baby shower, which is nice. And like, look, Kale has a shit ton of issues. None of us are going to pretend otherwise. But I deeply feel for Kale and her desire to have a family. And I think it fuels a lot of her behavior and her her relationships, the fact that she feels that she has no family. And it does warm my heart a little bit to see Kale be like, well, I can be your big sister. Like, this is what big sisters do. Like, I do think that that, that like, it was heartwarming to me because I know that's something Kale desperately wants, even though she won't say like, I desperately want this. And I don't know. I just, I thought it was nice to see. I agree. I think, I think Kale's doing a
1: smart thing where she's not making her entire storyline about her family, but she is giving that part of her that actually is decent and not reactive.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: we're getting a little more like equal versions of her. So smart on her for keep like keeping that. I, I think that was her idea.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I don't know. I think that Kale, I think Kale will be a much better person once she is, if she like went to therapy and could like get rid of her need for chaos, I think she'd be a much better person. Like if she could just have like stable relationships. And if that's like her sister and like a significant other and like some friends mm-hmm. that don't come in and out of the picture, like I think that would really help Kale's life.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Kale's like always constantly trying to make herself a family. So yeah. if she actually had something that felt stable, I think she would be a lot better of a person. Um, but, oh, man. Sometimes I really forget how shitty Kale is. Yes. And she hasn't been like really shitty in a second. And then when she does it, I'm like, man. She really is miserable. Like, it would be very hard to be friends with her for a long time.
0: Very hard. She is miserable. And it'd be so frustrating to be friends with her because almost all of her problems are of her own making.
1: Oh, God, yes. Every one of them. Beside her mom.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's just her repeating mistakes over and over and over again. And she is, I'm assuming getting to that age where people are starting to cut her out for that. And they're realizing like, we don't really care if Kale buys us weed and like pays for us to go on a trip. Like I can't be around her. Well, and I think that's what happened with Bone. Yeah. Cause she's, has, who's been around? She, there was a friend on there that I hadn't seen, right? Yeah. And oh, my... by the way, you know what I was shocked, which I did see this week. Okay. So sterling who we haven't seen in a while but apparently kale Mm -hmm. still follows on instagram which means they have not like completely fallen out sterling remember i don't know if you guys know this but sterling's dad is like an oil person he's very rich and sterling and her mom go to like entertainment events like they kale went with them to the oscars one year they go to the grammys like they're just rich and like like to do this stuff i don't know but Sterling took Bone with her to the Grammys this year. And I was very surprised to see that because I don't think you're allowed to stay friends with an ex-friend of Kale's if you're friends with her.
1: Oh no, 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 no. Wow.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. Right? I was real because there's Bone is like Kale's friend from school and Sterling lives in Arizona. So they're only friends through Kale and like obviously have made their own friendship. But I was really surprised to see that. And Like, I think Bone definitely, like, was riding high on being Kale's friend and, like, getting to go on vacations. And Kale was probably giving her money to watch Lux all the time. And all her meals were paid for. You know what I mean? Like, she was getting, like, the monetary benefits. And then I think, like, she hit a point with, like, the Chris stuff and, like, and just saw, like, how awful Kale's life was because of all the decisions Kale makes where she's, like – this money shit isn't worth it. Like, I don't want to be your friend.
1: Yeah, she's... Kale is always trying to find a Jordan Wood. Like <laughs> a, so you know,
0: like a Kylie Jordan. And yeah. it just is not going to work out for her. No, it's not. It's really, really not. So, yeah, Kale, not that much happened this week. It was kind of a slow week for Kale.
1: Uh, Janelle kind of delivered
0: for us. Yeah, let's go to Janelle. So, we had probably the most professional pickup between Nate and Janelle that we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised that they he didn't bring up the abuse on camera.
0: Yeah, I was very very surprised actually. I agree. So, Janelle goes to pick up Kaiser from Doris and Nate. Uh we get a cute little moment like kaiser saying bye to Nate, and then we get this cute thing of kaiser running and giving andre the security guard like a big hug
1: i want andre to adopt all of those children
0: i know so cute so he kaiser doesn't seem like that interested in seeing janelle but like i don't know i read a lot of stuff online that was like obviously kaiser prefers nate but it's like he's a fucking three-year-old like he doesn't kids cute. are like that's not How kids work, like he was sad to leave his dad. You know what I mean? Like he didn't and so Kaiser asks if he can see daddy tomorrow. But like I think it's just because he only sees his daddy like two days a month and he misses his dad and he's sad about that.
1: And that's also like mostly when he sees Doris.
0: Yeah, that's true as well. And Kaiser did say, hold on, I wrote down exactly what he said. And he says, Well, Janelle was like doing her weird thing where she's like, did you miss me? Do you promise you miss me? But like in her baby voice that she does with Kaiser. And it's like, why are you making your three-year-old promise that he missed you? Like he's a baby. Like he missed you.
1: That kid's like practically grown up after living with Janelle. It just like, it's just so Janelle like.
0: Yeah, Janelle. Having an understanding of like. Things you don't ask your four, like, why would you make your four I guess he's four? Like, why would you make your four-year-old like promise that he misses you? Like
1: <laughs> And that but this is like grown-up Janelle. It's just like it's slightly weird she would ask that on camera when like Janelle in season two would probably have been like, Don't you even mention his name to me?
0: Like <laughs> she you know what? He's she and she was so mature because he said, Can I go see daddy tomorrow? and she said not tomorrow but like maybe next weekend you can see him like she was really nice about it and someone I saw someone say like because the camera was there and I was like when is Janelle ever given a fuck about the camera yeah
1: that's not holding her back ever she pulled a gun (laughs) let's remember guys she pulled a gun on someone with the intention of shooting them on camera
0: only six months ago (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, she shot up heroin on camera. There are no boundaries for this girl doing anything.
0: Yeah, so Kaiser says, and Dad says, don't say bad stuff about you. And Janelle, you know what? God bless Janelle, says, yeah, we don't say bad stuff about nobody, right? Okay. I think Kaiser was saying, what Kaiser really meant, what Nate really told Kaiser was, don't tell mom the bad stuff we say about yeah. her.
1: I think the exact same thing.
0: There is no. no way that if Kaiser is talking bad about mommy, Nate says, don't talk bad about mommy. Nate pulls out his phone and says, say that again, Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: That's so dark, but yes, that is very true. And very,
0: like, very. I can't even really blame Nate for that. So, like, they're in the middle of a custody case. Like he, Kaiser's being abused. Like, I don't think it's even necessarily wrong for him to say like, don't say bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, look, you guys know I'm like not team Nate at all, but if I'm Nate, like, of course I'm asking questions about mommy and David and what they're doing and like drilling him for information. And I just find it very, very hard that if, first of all, what can, okay. Once again, Kaiser is for like, any bad things he's saying about mommy are things that are going to like pertain to like Nate's custody case. So there's just no way that he's saying like, don't tell mommy this. Like that just, it doesn't track. It doesn't make any sense. But what does make sense is they've been talking shit about her all weekend. And Kaiser's like, now remember, like, don't tell mommy that we said any of this. Don't tell Mm. mommy that you told me this stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's way more likely because you know Ashley can't stop herself from talking about it.
0: Oh God, no way. I bet I bet Doris, like I bet when it's just Doris and Kaiser, like Doris is pretty chill. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of weekends it is just Doris and Kaiser. And I think that they probably just like hang out and do normal like grandma grandson time. And I can see Doris not really drilling Kaiser for information. It's when Doris Kaiser or Doris, Nate, and Ashley are there, all talking, all drilling him. That, and I bet I bet also nate's like, what are the bad things that you that you feel about mommy? And so he's like, don't say, don't tell mommy the bad things. (laughs) Like, yeah, and he was like, oh, I'm not remembering this right. No, that's not right. (laughs) I don't. I think Janelle didn't even think about it. I think she was like, "Oh, that's so nice of Nate to say that." Yeah. (laughs) My God.
1: Oh, dumb. But this is such a strange episode because I mean, there wasn't that much Janelle, but to jump into it, yeah, they have Barbara finally talk about the domestic violence and how she's scared.
0: Oh, sorry. To first talk about how. Barbara says that they went she went to court with them yes yes because the haters well and it, this is so fun okay this is the weird thing because Kristen Chris producer Kristen's with Barbara and she's like so what's going on with Janelle because remember in last week Barbara was saying like she knew Janelle was being abused but then this week, she's like, it's back to the same old shit with Janelle saying I took Jace. And I'm like, where did this come from? I was in court with her on Monday. And, and Kirsten goes, but why were you in court? And Barbara goes, oh, you know, the haters called after the 911 call. They called CPS. They said a lot of domestic violence was going on. So I went to court with them and nothing happened. AKA, I went to court with Janelle to defend her. Yes. That was like hop, skipped, and jumped right the fuck over, and nobody's talking about this online. Guys, Barbara went to court with Janelle and David to defend them against CPS claims that the children were being abused. Do not tell me that Barbara is sitting here protecting Janelle and Jace. There is no... Re- she cannot accuse them. She cannot attack them. There is no reason to go with them as a fucking support to court.
1: No. and But that's what is so weird is that she does that, but then she also is like, he's
0: abusing her. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And, well, I mean, it does make sense the sense is that Barbara like just wants to be part of Chanel's life and that she'll do anything to be part of Jalen's life, which is why she can sit and be like, David's abusing her. But then at the same time, go and support her against CPS. Like if she gave a fuck, she would be, she'd be on the phone with CPS and be like, yeah, I know abuse is going on in the house and the kids are unsafe.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so bizarre because like, even what, uh, Barbara said on camera, "I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure Janelle's mad about that." Oh, current. she is because
0: she like Instagram storyed like, "I guess me and my mom will never talk again." Like classic Janelle. This is what they do. You know what I mean? Like classic yeah. cycle of Janelle and Barbara, which is like right now. Well, because they have their own abusive relationship cycle.
1: Yes. Yeah. They they can't. That's the only way that they know how to stay their relate really, like how to keep a relationship is to have these dramatic up and downs because like i don't know it's it's very bizarre
0: but but she even said but i wrote down the exact words she said the haters called cps they were trying to say that there was a lot of domestic violence over there implying that they're when you say like someone's trying to say in that context yeah. you're implying that there's that it's not true yeah it just but then I, she I, says I, a minute later, like, I'm so scared for her. That's,
1: that's, that was the thing is she was like, so polar opposite with, she wasn't trying to play the fence, but she was trying to play the fence and neither of them made sense. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know if that was spliced together or it, it just didn't make sense with the shift. But I don't know, Barbara, if they're not friends, she needs to stop letting jace go over there
0: yeah and look i understand there's a court order i understand it's not as easy as her just like letting him not go over there but she's not even trying and the fact that she went to court with janelle for cps matter like it shows you
1: oh man that's so dark i've always said that barbara is just like nipping at the hill heels to get back on janelle's good side and she will sell herself down the river for everything just to like, as long as Janelle's coming to her. Yeah. And then, then she'll get used to it and then she'll start a fight and then she'll have to like go and chase Janelle down again. And where's well, the
0: chaos of their relationship too. Oh God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Both
0: thrive in this domestic violence cycle that the two of them live in in the chaos.
1: And all those kids are like wrapped up in it, but it's just, I, yeah, I, I wonder if David got really mad last night. Um, I'm yeah. positive he did, but like, he did. that was kind of crazy how he was, I, I, I think Janelle will always fight with Barbara, but I do think he was making her fight with Barbara because of the phone call. Like, I think he was having to pull her away from all of her outside sources after that happened, because, no one should give her any kind of influence on that. And I think she does it to herself at the same time, but I think he was um, really uh, nourishing that situation. So like that she would stop talking to everyone.
0: Yeah. So I think, okay, so basically it's Jace's soccer game and they're supposed MTV is there. Larry is there. Did you notice Larry was there? Yeah, that was really bizarre. Yeah. And, Janelle shows up with David, and it's this big dramatic thing where Larry's like, "Well, Barbara, David's here, and you know like what our rules are." And Andre goes like, "Shut it down," or he goes, "It's a shutdown," and they just like completely stop filming. And I guess what they're doing is production is leaving anytime David is in place, like production is physically leaving, which I think is a good way to do it because it's, like, not antagonizing David. You know what I mean? Like, they're not filming yeah. around him. Like, if David shows up, like, we immediately stop filming and we leave because our crew members refuse to be around him. Yes. Janelle gets really mad and sends text messages to to production which is, like, you'll hear from my lawyers. I'm not doing this anymore. Just, like, classic, classic Janelle stuff.
1: Um... I love when a text gets read across, like, gets typed across the screen. I get, like, cold sweats when I see, like, the black and, like, the white text coming across. Yeah, I do. Um, I do,
0: too. Especially Janelle. Janelle text. Oh, yeah.
1: It's always good.
0: Yeah. So then our last scene is Barbara, Jace, and Andre. I like Andre as, like, a foil <laughs> this episode. Me, too. <laughs> yeah. um, and Jason, Gabe is there, too, her other grandson, And they basically say, like, oh, well, how did it go after he leave? And Barb's like, well, I'm polite with him. I'm nice with him. And then she says, like, I know he can snap in a heartbeat, which is why I'm like, so why did you go to court to defend him? Um, And this is when Barbara says, like, David is trying to get Janelle fired and, like, wants Janelle to leave her job. And every single time they try and film, like, David starts a fight. And she even says, like, Janelle will be in trouble when she gets home, which is sad and scary.
1: It is because it's true.
0: Yeah, it is. And they're like, Barbara is saying, like, they will be homeless if she gets fired. Like, this is all they have. And that's like, I understand, like, David just wants complete control over her. But doesn't David like the house they live in and the cars they drive? And, like, I just, I would think that David, like, would want her on the show because he likes the perks of MTV, doesn't he? That, I know, I
1: find that very confusing, too. I think it, it's something that, like, it's two parts of his personality. Like, he really wants all that power, and yes. a lot of power yes. comes through her money. Yeah. But the ultimate power is taking her from everyone and keeping her to himself.
0: Yeah. And
1: yeah. I maybe, like, unconsciously, he struggles with one or the other, and... Like, neither of them can think too far into the future. Like, yeah, it I bet must he, be
0: just like, impulsive shit. Because I bet when he's, like, thinking clearly is when she's, like, allowed to go film, basically. And, like, when Ensley comes and when they go to the... Like, you know what I mean? Like, when they do all that yeah. shit. Like, when they film the pickup, like, that she went and saw Nate without David being there for that pickup. Like, that must have been him being, like, okay, like, Janelle's got to go to work. Like, I love this house. Like, and I want... I don't want to have to move. But then, like, when he is, like, being impulsive and maybe high, because we don't know what drugs they're doing and how much booze they're drinking and, like, how that affects, like, David, David's, like, thinking of, should I keep her from filming or should I not?
1: I would, my guess is that he's doing math.
0: I don't know if they're doing meth. Like, I, think it's, I don't know if he's doing math,
1: but I feel like he would have friends that he would do that on the side with.
0: Yeah, like, I think I've said this before. Like, if I found out they were doing meth, I'd be like, yeah, okay. But, like, if I found out they weren't doing meth, I'd be like, okay. I- I'm, yeah. like, 50-50 on them doing meth. But I do think that, like, I think he drinks a lot. And, like, they- I could see him doing a lot of coke.
1: Yeah, he's doing something that's an upper that he's mixing with alcohol.
0: Yeah, and that's probably when he's, like, you're not allowed to film. And when he comes mm-hmm. down and he, like, realizes, like – he looks at their bank account. And he's like, okay, you can go film.
1: Yeah, I need to go buy a new boat. And yeah. But I mean, um, the only thing he did that was smart was invest in land, <laughs> like I guess. Yeah. You know, at well, least they have a home they can't get evicted from.
0: Andre asked uh, Barbara if, oh, well, they can get, they can, they have a mortgage on
1: that. Oh, they property. do, right? They didn't pay it in cash.
0: No, which was a bad decision but um Andre asked Barbara if Janelle wants to leave and Barb says like well you know when you're in that situation like you want to leave but you don't But like I don't think Janelle wants to leave at all
1: no I don't think Janelle is anywhere close to having the thought about even leaving
0: I th-
1: as I think before, that, like, when- all was like a level up but I think there are plethora of levels to go before she will ever have that thought.
0: I I think the nine one one call was like her being mad and her feeling impulsive in the little scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that was like a I want some someone to come take my husband because I want to leave call. That was like I'm mad and scared so like I'm gonna call nine one one. Does that make sense? Like I think it yeah. just like wasn't I think that he like I don't know how to explain it. Like I just think that in Janelle's head like this is a good marriage. And, like, I'm sure there are times that they fight and, like, she gets mad. But, like, I really don't think that she wants to leave him.
1: Yeah, I don't think things are at the worst they can be yet. Because no, they still no. be. close. Like, I think once she's out of the spotlight, maybe she will be closer to that. But also then she's going to be even more dependent on him
0: yeah it's a- I think she'll want to leave if she ha- <laughs> if they get off TV and he has to get a job and like go to work every day and like not be around her 24/ 7 and like that's when she'll want to leave. But like I just I just don't think that like her mind operate like I think we're trying when people say like Janelle must want to leave, I think they're applying rational thought to any rational person.
1: Yeah, and Janelle, I don't know, Janelle doesn't think that deep. So, at, like when things happen, she's very impulsive, and I think she was very rightly scared and upset. But I think she just reacts to things sometimes, and um, yes, like she, she doesn't. Then yeah. the next day, she's like, "Okay, well, that was fine." Like she re-rationalizes it Not in even her the head. Next
0: day, like literally, like, like an hour later. I mean, by the time the cops got there.
1: If any of you watch Love After Lockup, you will know what I'm referencing but she's a lot like, um, what's the blonde girl in the throuple when Michael, yeah, when Michael kisses her and she's like pissed that he's basically like short story. He's took her car and went be with another woman for two days and they have a child together and she didn't know where he was. And then he came home and she was like losing her mind on him. And then he was just like, I really love you. And then she immediately was like, oh, okay, thank God. Like, she like just, yeah. like, like, just night and day, like a switch. She was like, okay, that's all I needed to hear. Like, that is how Janelle is. Like, if David was like, you're the only woman for me, like, she will easily believe anything he tells her because she wants to go back to um, yes. where the perfect couple kind of thing.
0: Well, and it's just, it's easier for her to be with him than it is to not.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested to see where that all goes, but also very, like, you know, peeking my eye through the slit in
0: my hands while I'm watching, because it's very scary. It is very scary, and I, like, I don't have a lot of respect for MTV not having David on the show. Like, I'm not mad that he's fired, but it's like you're still showcasing all of his bullshit. So, yeah. What's what's the difference?
1: if, yeah, you're, I'd be, I hate to even like side with anything with David, but I would be very mad if I was David, if they were still showing me on the show as a storyline and not paying me. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's, it's crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense that like, that they have to shut down production when David comes and it has to be this whole big thing, but, like, Janelle can pull a camera uh, gun out in front of her son on camera <laughs> and, like, that's fine. And that, like, they can air the 911 call and that they can air these texts from Janelle and that they can air that David can't be on the show, but he can't be on the show. Like, he's still on the fucking show. It's just like Ryan being off the show. Like, they're still on the show. So it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it. Like, he's not being paid and like, I have no problem with him not being paid, but it it really, it doesn't make any sense to be like, David's not on the show anymore. When like everything involving David is the main storyline for this entire show.
1: Yeah, Janelle has had no other storylines, like some with Barbara, but they're mostly talking about how-
0: They're all talking- With David for, not being on the show. Exactly, except for that one Andrew thing. It's all about David. So it just, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that like, I'm not saying David's right and, like, his reaction to it is right.
1: Oh, yeah. God, no.
0: And he did deserve to be fired. But, like, Mm -hmm. the way that they're going about it, it's like, okay, so he's fired. So fire Janelle, too, and don't have anything to do with David on this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it it, – What would happen if they were like, you can't talk about David? David can't – you know, like, what what would Janelle do?
0: I don't. I think they'd have to fire Janelle. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the, you fire Janelle, or you like let David be a part of the show. Now
1: I would watch Janelle go camping. <laughs> Janelle should go on naked and afraid. I would. Wa- I would watch any. I never complain because Janelle actually doesn't do that many, um, like uh, like side things. No. Be- or I don't notice because she's fighting the entire That's time. Sure. So it doesn't matter what situation she's in. I'm willing to watch. My eyes are on her. And Barbara's like always at home with her house with the flagpole. You know, <laughs> we always get in that view, which it's so bizarre. She has a flagpole in her yard. I, I think about it a lot.
0: My grandparents had a flagpole at their house and they had a whole like dedication ceremony when they put it up. I don't know why.
1: Oh, wow. See, I always wonder, like, Barbara doesn't strike me as that kind of person, so I I assume they bought that house and they just never got around to taking the flagpole out. Yeah, I'm sure. I can't see Barbara putting a flagpole up, but I spent a lot of my time thinking about it, so I just
0: (laughs) want everyone to know that. So, yeah, that was it for this week. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: No, I think that about covers it. It was very nice to cover a teen mom, too, though. I... I missed it.
0: I'm so glad. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Kind of last minute. Um, do you want to plug anything? Are you still doing your Tumblr?
1: I have kind of taken a break just because I've have this dog and she is a child, so I'm like not on social media as much. But maybe one day I'll go back. There's like I guess people can look at it. It's um um. <laughs> <who> the, <fuck laughs> is the name of it? <laughs> it's uh teammomtrashtreasures.tumblr.com okay that's
0: it yeah <laughs> alright Jessie love you. thank you so much tell Mabel I'm really proud of her for not barking this whole time she was so good, she was so good. I'm so proud of her aww
1: alright I'll talk to you later
0: bye. bye this has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive Executive Producers, Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. Special thanks to Sarah Giovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash